At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How's everybody doing? I want to welcome you into a very, very special episode of NBA Rookie Life with Ryan Hollins. And we're going to sit down with one of the league's budding stars, man. And this is going to be a fun one with none other than Franz Wagner, eighth pick in the draft. And the thing about Franz is that normally you see young guys, they're, they're immature, their shot selection isn't there, they're not strong enough, you know, the, the, the mindset isn't there. They're trying to find their way. And Franz is one of the more underrated players, I'm telling you, in the entire NBA. And if you hadn't got a chance to watch him, listen, you're going to hear some cool stuff that he's going to talk about in the episode, you know, where, hey, man, why his IQ is so high, um, how he grew up, where he learned to play the game, you know, the success that he's had. And then we're going to have some fun stuff where he'll give you his thoughts and ideas on guys like LeBron James, guys like Kevin Durant, okay, guys like Giannis Antetokounmpo, because on a night in and night out basis, he has no problem stepping up and guarding those guys. So Franz Wagner, I'm going to tell you right now, he is a guy that I think a lot of people are sleeping on. I think there's a lot of untapped potential and I think as a student, as a former player, a veteran of the game, you appreciate the Franz Wagner. So listen, man, sit back, grab your popcorn, buckle up. We have a fun episode, and you're going to find out some cool nuggets here. Stay tuned. Coming up next, our guy, Franz Wagner. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How's everybody doing? I want to welcome you into a very, very special episode of NBA Rookie Life with your man, Ryan Hollins, man. Listen, man, this man was the eighth pick in the 2021 draft. And I think one of the budding, one of the budding stars in the league. And when you watch him play as as a guy who played 10 years in the league, everyone that I talk to, this is a guy who has everybody excited because, you know, we call guys a Swiss Army knife on the floor. But this man right here does about any and everything you can ask on a basketball floor in the NBA game, man, at a high level, none other than my man, special shout out, extremely excited, Franz Wagner. Franz, what's going on with you, brother? What's going on? Appreciate you having me, man. No, man, any any time. And for those who don't know, those who may be new to the podcast, we go into the life of a NBA rookie. Now, you're no longer a rookie, but we can dive into it, man. What was it like for you? Walk me through your NBA draft day, man. What, what was it like? Who you're with? I assume your brother was somewhere in the building. Man. I didn't have a brother that was my OG <laughs> that made it to the league and, and played. And then your, your college coach, Jawan Howard, we're going to talk about him. But where were you? Uh, draft day. I was in the green room, guy. I was, I was, you know, at ESPN Zone <laughs> in California. You were in the green room. What was it like uh, going into the draft? What was it like having experience? What was it like that day, man? T- talk, talk to me, man. Talk our fans through that experience. We need the details, man. Yeah, no, it was a, a hectic day for sure. I mean, you wake up early. You got media. Um, you go through all types of stuff. A lot of emotions, obviously, going going through uh, through my head. A lot of a lot of thoughts. Um, you know, you kind of hear stuff before the draft, but I was in a spot where there were a couple of teams where, or like a range of teams where I could have, could have gotten picked. So I didn't know. What was your range? I worked out for teams like range five through, I, I want to say 13 or something like that. So, um, there were about seven or eight teams where, um, I had talked to them and worked out for them. And, um, so that was kind of my range. Who were those teams at the time? So it was, uh, I had worked out for Golden State. I had also worked out for the Raptors, Orlando, obviously. Um, the Thunder, the Thunder were my, was my first workout. That was a tough one. And then for the, for the Spurs as well. So, um, it wasn't too many. I, I, I talked to some other guys that had like crazy amount of workouts. Um, I was lucky enough to, to be able to, to choose a little bit as well, which was a cool experience, the whole draft process. But yeah, draft day was, 
Yeah, just a crazy day. You, you get there so early when you're in the green room. And then uh, we waited at the arena for quite some time. How early did you get there? Like the, the draft is like at 8, I want to say. But I want to say the bus left at like 2.30, 3 p.m., something Ooh. like that. So, yeah, so real early. Uh, obviously, you do a, a bunch of media stuff over there at the arena. And then we waited in the green room, got to talk to some of the other guys. But, yeah, no, I, I was nervous, but obviously super excited to to be there. Just to be there in the green room, I think, is, is a super cool experience. And once my name got called, that was uh, obviously the coolest moment of that night. When did you know that you were like a green room guy? Like, when did that hit you? I know, um, like we talked about, you had a blessing of playing for Juwan Howard. I was a, yeah. uh, I was like a first or second year guy when I saw Juwan. So he has that like OG NBA veteran, like big brother sure. feel. Like, did you, when did you know? Because it seemed like what we love about you, you're like a throwback. You don't kind of go in like, oh man, I'm that guy. Give me the ball. Like you right. play. Like you're a second round guy. Like you grind like a second round guy. Right. When did you know you were a green room guy? When did you get that call? When did your, you know, whoever your agent is, let us know who your agent is, where it's like, hey, like Franz, like you're you're in this mix here. When did you know that? Yeah, no, obviously, first of all, Juwan, I think, uh, you know, he has a great relationship with a bunch of the NBA teams. So I'm sure he helped me quite a bit. Um, you know, obviously teams are calling your college, college coaches and stuff like that. And I'm like not the most flashy player, so I feel like not everybody that watched the draft even knew who I was. You know, we had, we had a great year at Michigan that year, and we had just a lot of lot of good players. I, I thought the way I played fit really well with how the NBA is going, being a tall uh, wing that can move, defend multiple positions, and shoot as well. So I, I didn't know if I was going to be a green room guy when I declared, but um, I kind of had a good feeling that at least a lot of teams would be interested. And then... Um, once I got the call, it wasn't like a huge dream of mine or anything like that, but it was cool to get that experience, get to go to New York. You know, you just have that week in New York before the draft. Like we said, not everybody gets to do that. So uh, I wanted to enjoy that. Who ended up being there with you at the draft? You know, when you finally get there, you're looking around. Who was sitting there with you? I remember, listen, I wasn't at the draft. Like I said, my mom, my dad was there. I had all my friends. My high school coach showed up to the event. Yeah. Who was there um, in the building with you? Yeah, it was unfortunate because it was the whole COVID thing was still yeah. um, kind of lingering around. So I think Juwan actually got sick that day. I had the whole coaching <laughs> style fly up and, and he couldn't come from Michigan. Uh, I would have loved to get some people from Germany over there, yes. um, but but they couldn't travel. But I had a bunch of friends from Michigan, a couple teammates come up and uh, we enjoyed that night. It was just, just cool. We had dinner afterwards. Just cool to enjoy that moment with Obviously, my parents were there as well at the table. So uh, it was just cool to enjoy that moment uh, with them. Yeah, you said that pick around five was there. You know, some guys get drafted and they get around that time for the pick. So, Franz, you know, I, I know you're complaining about five to eight. I kid you not, true story. I was told my range was from 10 to 50. So from, picks right, from right. 10 to 50, <laughs> I end up going 50. I'm sure you didn't know. I go 50. All right, I played 10 years. So I was an angry yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Were you angry at five? Were you like, like, you oh, know, no. with all due respect, like, man, I'm better than him. Like, I can see him. Were you like, <laughs> hey, man, like, I'm just soaking it all in. What was what was that mindset? Because I feel like I had a chip on my shoulder, man. All, all right. 2019, 30s, uh, and the team who drafted me, I had a problem with it, all right? Like, like well, how, <laughs> nah. how was that? Or were you just, man, I'm I'm smooth and going with it? Because like I said, you had a coach who played in the league and your brother, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I think I'm wired a little different in, in that sense. Coming into the draft process, I wasn't worried 
worried about getting drafted as high as possible. I wanted to go mm. to a team where I really fit and where I can also try some stuff, make some mistakes. I think that's really important for a young player, getting opportunity early. And um, in Orlando, that was, that was obviously the perfect, perfect fit for me. It's gone really well for me so far in terms of getting to, to work on my game and you know, people challenging me uh, in games. So, no, it wasn't nothing like that. Obviously, I'm very competitive and uh, <laughs> yes. super confident in my ability. But coming into the draft, I didn't expect going fourth or fifth or anything like that. So uh, going eighth to, to the Magic was, was super cool. What's the relationship like with your brother, man? Like, this is a cheat code. Like, you got your brother <laughs> with you. I'm sure you guys grew up, you know, playing against each other. You got to see him be drafted into the NBA and watch his success at Michigan also, by the way. Yeah, like, that's yeah. a cheat code there. What's your relationship with him? Are you guys super competitive? Are you guys just super, like, twins, just right on top of each other, calling each other, talking to each other after every mm-hmm. game? What's that relationship like? You know, how do you guys uh, vibe with each other? Because, I, you know, obviously you guys' success is just going, you know, in tandem. It's got to be the dream for your parents. No, for sure. It's awesome. The bounce pass comes to Franz Wagner. Oh, back to Franz. Wagner driving on Bagley. Left-handed hook is putting. Great footwork. We're living together in Atlanta right now since we're playing together, so we want to take advantage of that. Because we hadn't seen each other really, you know, in long periods of time since he was in the league. He was at Michigan, and we were always playing for our respective teams. So, um, no, I, I would say our relationship has changed over the years. It used to be super competitive. I always wanted to beat him. He, uh, you know, never made it easy on me when we played ones and stuff like that. And um, I think now it's more of, you know, helping each other, supporting each other. Um, obviously, we joke around and when we play cards or some, or just any board <laughs> game or stuff like that, we're super competitive. And I think that young brother, older brother stuff then comes out a little bit. But for the most part, we're we're just helping each other and no, he's been a huge help for me, obviously, throughout my career, and especially these first two years in the league. Uh, since you know that the league is so, you know, it can be a lot, especially for, for a young player, a young person, I would say. So uh, he's helped me with that part uh, a lot. Five minutes to go, plenty of points. And Mo Wagner adds a three. The Berlin Ballers knock down back-to-back threes for the Orlando Magic. Is there any part of your game or on the court or playing against him that he just gets on your nerves? Like, man, like, but you look back and, like, I appreciate it. Or a moment where y'all, y'all got, see, here's the thing. Brothers can get it. Y'all can probably say some stuff to it. And in your own respective language, during right. practice or whatever, like, hey, man, I, I'm off you. Like, y'all have a, <laughs> had a fight during practice or something? Or or you're like, man, I can't stand when he does this, man. But, like, <laughs> you know it's your brother, man. It's it's, a, it's something that only you and him can do, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. We uh, You get into it sometimes. Not, not crazy as happened, but obviously you get into arguments. We had one not too long ago when we were playing <laughs> in Milwaukee. We were very competitive guys, so when something doesn't go away in a game or, you know, I had two bad passes to him uh, in Milwaukee – and, you know, we both feel, I felt like he should have caught the ball. He <laughs> felt like that was a terrible pass. And so you kind, you kind of work that out. But no, it's all, it's super fun playing with him. And man, it's just a dream to be in the NBA and to, to be able to share that with your brother, uh, with family is, is super special. How was it day one? Obviously, you had a cheat code. Your brother was there. But walk me through the first day that you, obviously, summer league, you know, like you and Jalen go to summer league. That's one thing. And then yeah. you get to like day one, all the vets, you know, T. Ross, all those guys come in the first day, of like real practice. What yeah. was that like? You know, what were you looking around like, all right, I'm ready for this? Or is it like, like, oh, oh, snapper, like who are the first guys to kind of, you know, vibe with you outside your brother? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it was a little easier for me than for some other rookies since our team is super young. You mentioned a couple of vets. Uh, I would say Terrence Ross, Gary Harris. But even Gary, um, he's super young still too. Um, Obviously, he's been around though. So I think I vibe with everybody pretty much from from the get-go. I'm more of a kind of feel-out type of guy that I kind of see how the vibe is within the team, um, where I can fit in, and that's how I kind of approach that as well. But once the ball is bouncing, once we're hooping, I kind of forget about, you know, how cool it is to be in, in an NBA facility, just in that environment, just just basketball at that point for me. So uh, I think that adjustment wasn't too crazy at, at, at the start. Franz, did you have a, uh, we, uh, we call it like the welcome to the NBA moment. Like, did you have yeah. one of those? Did you have a guy that you like, yeah, I think he could kind of shoot or he could kind of dribble and then somebody busted you up a little bit. You know, I had a few of them are like, Dang man, he just he just I, I fouled out in three minutes. Right. right. <laughs> Did you have one of those like, dang, like this is a little harder than I thought moments? I mean, I think the the first this is not obviously not one of those guys because we played Kevin Durant and I swear I tried everything, man, and he missed one <laughs> shot the whole game. Griffin gives it up. Durant gets the step on Wagner. Durant all the way in for the fadeaway. Book it. It was just one of those things like and I never felt so helpless out there on the court up until that point. So that was definitely a welcome in the NBA moment. And then I think playing in Germany, playing against pros there, I think I kind of learned early on to not take anything lightly, not take anyone lightly. Uh, I was always the youngest on the court, so I had to kind of earn that respect out there. And uh, I approached that the same in the NBA. I, I, I heard about all those stories that you talked about. So like I, I didn't, I didn't take anyone lightly, honestly. But yeah, like you said, it happens almost almost every week. Honestly, that um, <laughs> you know somebody that you're not thinking is going to give you buckets is you know showing you up in the game. You remember how many KD had that game? Like, how did he bust you up? Now I can't even say bust because he bust everybody up. Like, was right, it like right. like yo, like all right, I forced him left. He went left. Like, what, or was you know was it he? Hey man, I played perfect D and he still <laughs> shot. Nah, yeah, I I would say I played pretty much perfect defense on most of the shot. I remember especially he had 30 points and he shot 12 times and he made 11 of them. <laughs> so it was just like, it was just like super efficient and it's all with him. It's too, it's not like he's getting to the foul line crazy. It's like all straight buckets, like tough shots, nice. step backs, pull-ups. You know, some other guys, they, they get to the line. Uh, they know how to manipulate the game a little bit, but it was just straight skill shots the whole game. Obviously, super impressive and really hard, obviously, to play against. And, and I got I got to talk about another guy too. Um, LB LeBron, man, the 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 leading scorer in the entire NBA. Yeah. That's a whole different deal. And you had a chance to match up when you when you go and pair up with a guy like LeBron. Because I, one thing I like about you, friends, you do about it a little bit of everything. You are willing to take that challenge against the elite, the other team's opposing best player. So, what's your mind frame when you're guarding a LeBron James? How do you go into into that matchup? Obviously, like you said, you have a high level of respect for him. But what do you try to get him to do? You know, when you're competing against him. I mean. Honestly, it depends on the player. So I think LeBron is a is a lot different than KD, for example. With LeBron, it's you know don't let him get it off in transition. Try it. Try to not let him drive. But these guys are so good that you know they're going to get their points. So I think the 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 big thing that we always talk about is just how hard are they working for their twenty five mm-hmm. to thirty points that night. And um, you know they're going to make tough shots within the game. Um, they're going to hit some moves where you just can't do anything against them. But uh, know how consistent can you make them work throughout the game i think that's that's 
kind of my mindset when I go up against these guys. All right, stay tuned, guys. We're going to step into the NBA Rookie Life film room with Franz Wagner, and we're going to see some cool stuff talking LeBron, KD, Giannis, Antonio Kupo. All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Franz, that's enough. That's enough for the, the other guys, okay? That's enough. You know, we got to pick you back up, all right? Because you're a straight baller, man. We got to pick you back up, man. So we like to do this thing. It's called the NBA Rookie Film Room. Let's step into the film room. And you had yourself quite a performance, man. So we want you to break down this play for us, one of your plays, your special plays. What were you thinking? What was the play call, if you know? Was it random in transition? You know, who was guarding you and, and how that felt? So we're going to put this – we're going to tee this play up. We'll run it and just give us all that. We, and we in the film, yeah. with dog. We're going in film with Coach Moles. All right, break down, you know, what's going on here uh, in, in this moment. Yeah, so first of all, I, I remember this game because it was probably my best game yet against the Bucks last year. I think I had 38 that game. And Ooh. I just remember Wesley Matthews, I think, is guarding me here. And, um, you know, we got an empty side pick and roll. Mo Wagner leaves it for Franz. Going to work on a screen. And he's a very aggressive defender. So when he went under, I knew immediately I wasn't going to shoot it right there and then, but we had a rescreen. Then I'm going to hit a step back. He goes under, re rescreen it. Ooh. Yeah, get a corner three off the dribble. Step back three. That's good. Franz Wagner, have yourself a night. 25 points. I don't always make those shots, so that, that was definitely one of my better games. Yeah, stuff was working that day. I, I think, and, and you could run this. We got a few more plays for you to break down. What I love watching you play is like, you don't mind being the third or fourth option like and yeah. then you get it and it's like 
you're ready to play. You can play off the basketball. But what is with your mindset in this game? How will the points start start flowing? And you're extremely efficient. And you look at as you've grown from last year to this year. It's not many. Now, maybe you feel like there's flaws in your game. I know that's the humility. But what is it like, you know, when when you're rolling or that mindset? Or walk me through these. Yeah, I think for me, a big thing is to not try to force the action and just kind of let it flow within electric points or the aggressiveness come within the flow of the game. And this was one of them games where we had a lot of guys out uh, with injuries and, and COVID illnesses even um, last year around New Year's. And you see even Juwan, it, it was cool because the Michigan team uh, was actually in Orlando that day. So they no. came to watch came to watch us play, which was cool. And yeah, I think that that's what this game was about. I think I was a little bit more aggressive just in general because we had so many guys out. But yeah, I think most of these shots are you know, coming out of the flow of the offense. I'm not forcing any crazy shots here. Um, and I always try to be be patient on, on my drives, on my decisions. I think once I get in the paint and, you know, I'm I'm not forcing too much. And I'm, like I said, I'm just going kind of with how everything is going throughout that game. That's most of the times when good things are happening. Let me ask this, too. You know, it's an intriguing question. When you when you grew up watching the league or, you know, obviously in the league now, um, who are the guys you looked up to? Was it one of the international superstars? Was it an American-born player? You know, we always give, you know, Braun and MJ that credit. But, you know, I played with Dirk, and Dirk was a – he was that dude. Right, <laughs> he was right. the guy. So do you have a guy that you kind of grew up or you look like – I see him. I'm. I'm getting. I'm getting. When I first time I saw Shaq, I was like, "That's Shaq." Like right, Shaq, right. KG, Tim Duncan. Like who were your kind of your guys that you you know you looked up to? I think uh, a lot of different players. Obviously, Dirk is is the first one I'd say, just because you know the NBA can seem really far away if you're from Germany or from Europe. So he kind of made that that dream that of becoming an NBA player kind of seem attainable for young kids in Germany. And then I was a big D Wade fan, big LeBron fan. So I, I watched a bunch of players, obviously Kevin Durant, all these guys that, you know, have kind of, you know, led the league in a way these last couple of years I've, I've been a fan of. All right, let's break this down, man. Let's go back to the film room. You um, you had a nice little Euro step over Giannis. A little bit more space for him to maneuver in. Euro step, and that one is good. 32 on the night. And the thing that everybody knows is like, Giannis is almost like a big bad bully on the court. Okay, so like <laughs> you gotta go. You either gonna be scared, or you're gonna go at him, or or shy away from right. him. You gotta make your mind. You end up going right downhill. And he's to me when I played the LeBrons and Shaq, like those megas. You always know where they are on offense, on defense. Talk to me yeah. um, through this play. You hit a nice little Euro step, step over, and that's your move there on Giannis. What was your mindset? Because he's he's playing center field. He, he's one of the best, greatest athletes we've ever seen play the game. So walk me through this play, man. What, what's your mindset here? I think once I get a good screen from Wendell here, I think my mindset is always trying to attack the rim, get as close as possible to you know, obviously get a high percentage look. And then you got to know um, it's a really hard position for a big to be in to kind of ha- have to guard someone who's coming downhill with, with more speed, with space. I think in those moments, it's always good to, to get some some type of change of rhythm, some type of change of pace. And um, I think the year step is a, is a good thing for me since I'm so tall. Yes. Uh, the steps can be longer. Um, and you kind of switch up the, the pace of him so it's hard for, for Giannis to – or for any defender to really know when you're shooting it. And I think Giannis also had five fouls or something like this at this point, so he's not trying to uh, get fouled out. But yeah, knowing that in the game is also important, just knowing the situations in the game and, and when you can attack. 
Do you have a favorite moment on the court with your brother? Kind of like, you know, like forget the brother thing. We teammates, we all here. Like a moment where you and him just, you know, hit a big three, lay up, you know, passing to each other. You know, is there a moment that stands out like, okay, this this one was pretty cool, you know, yeah. pretty cool to share? I would say uh, we had a game last year in Charlotte where we both played really well and Mo had a really good game there. And we had lost a couple in a row before that game. So getting that win in Charlotte really, you know, it was just fun to obviously to win, but um, seeing both of us play well as well and, and an important game for us as a team was was a cool thing. Wagner to Wagner. Mo hit a three. Well, before we get you out of here, man, you don't seem like this type of guy, but some people have surprised me with this, man. You know, when I was young, the only thing I bought was like video games and Jordans. You know, I'm 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 basic. I'm still basic to this day. Um, do you have a purchase that you got your first big purchase? Like, all right, I'm 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 here. I know your brothers kept you humble, kept y'all y'all basic. <laughs> you don't need much. You know what I'm saying? Is yeah. there a purchase that you had where it's like, all right, like I'm I'm gonna spend a little money here? Honestly, no. Uh, I bought I bought my car. That's the only real big purchase I've made so far last year. My first car. I, I didn't even know how to drive when I got drafted, so I had to get my license. What? Uh, yeah, during my rookie year, I got my license. Because in Germany, you don't really need a car. And, and in Michigan, I tried to get it for the longest time. And COVID, you know, then kind of made it hard for me to, to get appointments and stuff like that. Who took the driving test with you? You're an NBA player. Make, yeah. Who took the driving test? I, d- who, I did who it down went here with in Orlando. You? Who went with you? Well, I did it in Orlando and um, went to the DMV. It was just a normal driving test. <laughs> <laughs> you went in there solo, yeah. just took the test, knock it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, okay, now, Franz, you're being humble now. What was the whip now? What was the whip? So I got a, I got a BMW, um, so I kept the German. Yes. And like, I'm not yes. a huge, huge car guy, but I want something where I'm comfortable in and uh, where I'm excited to drive in it every day. And uh, I got an X6. I don't know Ooh. if you're familiar with that one, but okay. um, yeah, I got a BMW. Well, Franz, I tell you, man, one of my favorite players easily in the league. I love watching you play. You're selfless. You know, if anything, Coach Moles is probably like, man, do more. You know, do more. You're right. one of those fun guys. Sometimes, a lot of time with young guys, you're, you're telling them back, but you defend. And everyone that I talk to is, is hold on. Well, you need to watch Franz Wagner. He's like that. You need to watch him. So, man, keep up the good work, man. I'm, I'm telling you, you play the game the right way. And I think to a fault, you make the correct plays. And it's always fun to watch, even from, you know, from the other perspective. So you keep that up. To just trust me. People are taking notes. And one thing I, I've noticed is you do the little things. If you had to give, I know it's only a year later, if you had to give yourself um, some advice or advice to this young rookie class coming in or a guy you're looking at last year's France, what advice would you say to yourself? Because you've even grown, you were baller last year, you, you played, even made more strides this year. If you had to give some advice to yourself, what would it be? Honestly, I'd say to, to find some balance. I think, you know, I think focusing on basketball is super important and keeping the main thing the main thing. But at least for me, I think I'm, I'm a super overthinker. So if I'm always thinking about the game, about every mistake that I made last night or stuff like that, it can trickle over into the into the next couple of games and into the future. So I'd say invest time and in, in other things that you're interested in and, and surround yourself with people too that you know keep you focused and yeah, just just keep you on the right path. I think that's that'd be my, my main advice. All right, Franz, where can we follow you? Where can we support you? Do you have any causes that you're passionate about that we can go and support and get behind? 
I think I think just in general, I think something that would be cool is uh, to follow some more European basketball. I think there's a, a lot of young hoopers in Europe, uh, but even just the EuroLeague, watching that, I think would be a, a cool thing for Americans because it's a it's a lot different brand nice. of basketball. And some of some of college basketballs, you know, past biggest stars are, are playing over there. So I think that I would say that coming from Europe, I think the EuroLeague is sometimes overlooked. So just want to give a shout out to, to everybody who's playing over there. Who's your favorite team? Your league team? Oh, my my hometown team, Alba Berlin, obviously. Yeah, so, uh, I used to play for them. <laughs> uh, I didn't play in the Euro League when I was playing there, but you no, know, they they've had a great, I think, three years there now. They're doing really good. Cool, man. Well, shoot, where, where can we follow you? IG, Twitter, all that good stuff. Yeah, follow me on IG on Twitter. I think I think they're both the same handle, Franz underscore, and then I went with Weasley. Um, but you'll 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 find me if you just type in my name. I think. <laughs> Well, again, I appreciate you, brother. Um, keep up the good work. And you guys, the team that you guys have moving forward has the whole league um, excited between you, Paolo, Jalen, and those guys. Man, you guys keep up the good work, brother. I got you. Appreciate it. Again, man, special shout out and thank you to Franz Wagner, man. This is a really, really cool episode. And and he gave us the ins and outs, the nooks and crannies of the game. And we, we said it again, man, one of the budding young stars in the league that I think a lot of people, one of the best kept secrets in Orlando that a lot of people aren't looking at. So shout out to Franz Wagner. Amazing things. But listen, man, we can't do this without you. So make sure you like, you follow, you subscribe, you support, and even more importantly, spread the word so we can do more of this cool stuff. Thank you guys. Check us out on next week's episode of NBA Rookie Life with Ryan Hollins. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.